with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, with a ooh and a wah, wah, wah. There's glory in my soul. This is Hoot and Holler, a podcast about the Ozarks. Man, I once again run into I haven't we we just, you know, usually press record and start talking. So whenever we have a guest, I have yet to figure out how to introduce the show. <laughs> so uh, today we have a special guest. Uh wow, my brain is in bad shape. Today we have a special guest, uh Natalie from Rock Hard Caucus, which is a uh very similar i suppose in format show uh focused in iowa politics and culture instead of uh the ozarks uh natalie you want to introduce yourself yes spiritual sister show yeah 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 i'd say i'd say we are like definitely like sister shows kind of um, so we've been doing our podcast for a couple years now. We started in 2019 before the Iowa caucuses. Um, and so we, you can find us at Rock Hard Caucus on Twitter. Um, or, um, we're also on Patreon at, um, I don't know, Google Patreon Rock Hard Caucus. Justin is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> got your uh, alt monthlies uh, best podcast is that uh, yeah yeah we had all our friends vote like a million times in a row nice <laughs> we have to step up our game and win an award we beat <laughs> yeah yeah what would... we beat like the like clean water podcast and like some like really moral <laughs> shit <laughs> what was the competition like what was the competition was it like a local magazine or newspaper yeah yeah it's um little village magazine um best of the of cedar rapids and iowa sea corridor so and are, are you like our yeah, four, very prestigious magazine we could we could stuff their ballot box yeah that's what i was gonna ask do you think yeah, 417 totally. is going to add a, a best podcast category anytime i, I doubt it if they do, I will accuse it of being rigged when the Springfield Business Journal's business podcast wins. <laughs> well, I have bad news for us all. Northwest Arkansas has a, an award season um, from the Idol Class magazine, and we were not nominated for best podcast. Wow. <laughs> Outrageous. So, probably because your Northwest Arkansas correspondent probably knows more about Springfield politics. <laughs> <laughs> we are kind of, we have unfortunately become kind of Springfield centric just because uh, one, Harvey and I moved back to Springfield and two, uh, we have a lot of fucking cranks here and there's just so much goddamn content. It's hard not to talk about these assholes. Yeah, I think you're selling the Branson cranks and freaks short. Hey, That's our, true. our favorite uh, steely-eyed psychopath uh, state rep, Brian Seitz, uh, made the <laughs> front page of the, the Branson Tri-Lakes News once again uh, for being, 
having the most bills advanced by, of any freshman uh, state rep. So Boo. three jeers okay. to Brian Seitz. Fill me in on who this is. <laughs> this? I love learning about oh like local drinks. Like we have so many freaks too. You really are not prepared for Brian. Oh, yeah, where do you even start? He's a somebody put a picture in the uh, in the text in the text <laughs> channel for Natalie. People in blue states will never understand. Let's here. I'll give you. <laughs> you will never no. ever get it. This uh, first paragraph helps a little bit. The state representative, who is nicknamed Superman by several legislators in Jefferson City, has been working at a Herculean pace with more bills in committee than any other freshman in the Missouri House of Representatives. He recently referred to himself as Extreme Right. Uh, he's a Dominionist who. Unfortunately, I mean, I wouldn't say we have oh. personal connex- connections to, but uh, I mean, we've we've encountered his family before he started running for office. I um, went to high school with his son. Yeah, who is GOP comms director for the uh, House Republican Caucus in Oklahoma. So we, fortunately, public figure, we can talk about Daniel Seitz and what a fucking worm he is on here. Uh. <laughs> but Brian, before he got elected, was famous for saying that he um, he thought witches. He thought women who do yoga are witches. <laughs> and I love that. If it were up to him, that they would be stoned in public. No, deported. He wants. Oh yeah. He's he said that yoga. He's a compassionate conservative. Just deported. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I dropped a picture of Mr. Superman in the record chat, and I dropped the exact same picture. <laughs> it's just the go-to one for him. Are you able to see that, Natalie? Oh my god! <laughs> what is this outfit? Oh my god! <laughs> His undershirt, <laughs> almost assuredly in here, is a Superman undershirt because he loves to do that, the fucking goatsy thing where he opens he, his He his regularly shirt rips his yeah. shirt In the photo, he has a, a framed a picture shirt. of Superman doing that, just to zoom in on the chest. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. Real. That is deranged. And maybe you can spread some knowledge on this for us but also he ends all of his facebook posts with no number 60 <laughs> yeah we haven't figured Any that ideas? one out yet huh. we don't know is that a thing Any ideas? that we don't know we're asking everybody <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean i don't know i w- i mean i'm in all the like mama bear freedom over fear groups and shit and i haven't seen that yeah so i haven't I encountered know. it anywhere it's else like something either. In the Zodiac messages where you can't really decode it. It's only something the killer himself knows. <laughs> when is Brian's birthday? Oh, boy. Mm. Let's, let's save the chart reading. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, if you read his chart and he finds out, he will move you from the deportation camp into the execution camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Astrology almost sur- assuredly uh, uh, not cool with Brian Seitz. Uh, well, one of the reasons, what a Leo. two main reasons we wanted to have you on, well, I guess the main reason is I've been looking since we started this show for an excuse to ask at least one of y'all on because, uh, 
because of the simpatico nature of our of our programs here <laughs> but more like specifically yeah. because one you guys also have an insane amount of cranks uh anybody who follows like <laughs> Some of the QAnon stuff. Uh, I was home to the the Mama Bears. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you guys have had uh, screaming matches at city councils and and school boards and all the kind of stuff we're seeing here too. Oh yeah. And also one of the more interesting things oh, yeah. is you've uh, Des Moines had a had a really uh, had a really robust uh, activist movement come out of 2020 and that led to some wins for for local activists uh which then led to some reaction from the city and as we're starting to see a little bit of appetite around here for uh doing stuff at the municipal level from the left and we kind of want to get an idea of like what happens <laughs> if you start to win <laughs> I don't know, like, they, it's, they're, they're pretty fucking resistant, and, like, it's, like, I don't know, I go, I go to all the city council meetings to, like, research for this, I kind of, um, went and looked up the Springfield City Council, and, like, they, they have a meetings on the exact same days that we do, so there's one tomorrow, so I was looking at the agenda and stuff, and it's, like, it's, like, a lot of really similar stuff, um, and I think, like, I don't know, the important thing is just that, like, people start going and just, like, show up and sit there and just, like, I don't know, like, it, it makes a big difference if they feel like someone is watching. Um, because people, like, people really do not go to them. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, a couple of your, like, most deranged local <laughs> freaks who have absolutely nothing to do. Um, and just do like weirdo mask performance art. Yep. Like, <laughs> we had a big thing uh, over the summer where they people started showing up at council meetings wearing the yellow star of David and comparing. It was fucking. This was over a non binding resolution, uh, gently encouraging people to get the vaccine. And they were up there screaming about the fucking Nuremberg codes. They brought this guy, Chris Vaccine Police Keys in from Alabama, who is currently driving around the country in, in one of the most insane vehicles ever, ever wrapped. Uh, threatening, he's driving around with a bunch of... Without a driver's license. Without a driver's license? Right. Really? Oh, yeah, I think he did get... Sovereign vote, yeah. Uh, he's been driving around with guns in his trunk saying he's gonna arrest citizens arrest democratic governors and shit and the, these these fuckers brought this motherfucker to town he, he stopped at the Walmart neighborhood market to go tell the pharmacist he could arrest them yeah he, yeah. he went around to like live stream himself going around to like four or five different pharmacies like cornering people uh, pharmacists and telling them that they were gonna be tried under the Nuremberg codes it's just fuck. It was, and it got really, really deranged there for a while, and then it, it kind of died down. It led to um, one of our most active cranks in town put her address down so that he could speak at city council and at the school board meeting, and one of the council members ended up 
uh, reading that address out loud. Which is public record. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know. And then that led <laughs> to <laughs> um, a failed council candidate saying that the sitting council member who read her address was trying to have her killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like to think of the, all this stuff as pure projection, you know, like anytime they talk about the Holocaust, it's because they want to do the Holocaust. Anytime they, they accuse yes. like the most mild mannered motherfucker on the city council, Matt Simpson of uh, doxing and trying to get someone murdered. It's because they want to dox and murder people. You know, <laughs> they're just, they're not there yet. Thank God. But, uh, it's just it's pure fucking projection. I'm dropping up. It really is, and like, oh, vaccine police wrapped car. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Vaccines kill. Wow. What is it with people and their like vehicles? Because we have vehicle people too, or like just like we have more like they're just covered in stickers every inch of it, and like. Freedom over fear stickers or whatever. This is like a, a professional mm-hmm. gig. This is like, yeah, he's this is he this looks legit. <laughs> I don't know how he's crowdfunding anymore though, because he got kicked off of like every platform. Well, and the uh, the communist satanic cabal took his money. Remember? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how he's. Oh my god, I forgot. That's how about he kind of started to rise to prominence. I think that's the first time Stu Peters had him on his show was to talk about the cabal <laughs> stealing his GoFundMe funds. <laughs> and also the the vaccine police is a strong advocate for um, drinking your own urine as a COVID. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Big big time <laughs> so. drinking piss guy. That's yep. He was real into ivermectin. That's good. Too, we like that. Which uh I I but was it you you went viral, right? With the ivermectin stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I started seeing that post going around. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the same Natalie that I follow on Twitter. And I don't think she's actually taking ivermectin and shitting her pants in the grocery store. <laughs> that was like the wildest couple of days of my life because I'm, all my DMs was just like full of journalists. And just like, I'm just like, are you stupid? Like, <laughs> Look, if anything, if if we've learned anything over the last few years, it is, yes, most of them are fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Like, just, like, every time I do this shit, I spend so much time on Facebook. um, And every time I do it, I'm always like, this is too far. No one's going to believe this. Like, this is going to be the thing that gets me banned. And people always do. They always do. It's crazy. Like, you can just say whatever you want. And, like, people believe you. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was everywhere. It was, like, one of the weirdest couple days of my life. Like, millions and millions of people seeing um, my real picture and real name um, saying that I shit my pants at the grocery store because I took a horse <laughs> Yeah, that was what was probably then- the most fascinating about it is like it was your real picture and name it would have taken like two <laughs> seconds to look you up and and see that you're probably not an ivermectin person <laughs> it's just like one of the people who did it just did not like one of the a couple of different people posted it and it like went like what hit the page of reddit and stuff it was like they did not 
black out my picture at all. Like, just like, what the fuck? Jesus. And I mean, I don't, like, I don't care. It's fine. It's, like, not a big deal. But, like, that's pretty fucked up. If I actually had shit in my That's what really hurt my feelings. It would, it's almost going to be harder to explain at, like, a job interview that it was a troll than that. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my boss saw it. <laughs> oh, my God. My boss saw it and oh. sent it to me. Oh yep. boy. Yep. Independently because it was on he is like active on Imgur and it was on the front page of Imgur oh and he sent God. this to me and was like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> 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 Holy shit. I was like I was li- I was lying. I don't know what to tell you. Like I can't how do you explain why you would do that? Like how do you tell like a normal person who is your manager, like why would you say that? Like, <laughs> like I was just like I it was, like, for my own amusement. I didn't think anyone would see it. I just like to, like, say crazy shit on Facebook and see what I can get people to believe. And, like, <laughs> how do you explain that to, like, a normie? Like, so I was just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to imagine um, explaining anything that I say or do on Twitter to just a random person or a person in a professional setting. Uh, <laughs> like we have a good relationship so it was fine but he just like clearly did not get it and was like what is this like why and i'm like i can't tell you why just like don't look at my anything please how does, how does someone who spends does. a bunch of time on imgur not understand a troll <laughs> or the motivations therein you know <laughs> i don't know but yeah i was just like jesus christ i, I would simply have to quit my job yeah if, if that happened to you you'd be toast yeah. <laughs> i don't think you'd get the chance to quit <laughs> yeah. that is why when my coworkers ask me if i have social media i say no <laughs> never heard of her <laughs> interviews and stuff that I'll do with like activism stuff on my Twitter which I try to not have my last name on and like I know like everything is super easy to find so it's like I I don't know it's gonna bite me in the ass someday and like I would really like to run for office and I don't think that's gonna ever be able to happen because of the like wildly offensive things I've I think it's gonna matter less and less honestly you yeah know? yeah like, I, I think the same thing everyone's gonna have terrible things out there right yeah i mean consider some of the people the right are running who have said just some of the most deranged shit imaginable like stuff that like dante couldn't fucking think up to cram into the inferno (laughs) you know like and yet here you know fucking eric greitens is about to be united states senator from missouri so (laughs) well can you tell us about uh that guy can you tell us about some of your best cranks up there in Iowa? Some of our best cranks? Yeah. Um, let's see. Who who are some of my favorite ones? Um, we The Des Moines City Council is primarily like some of like super, super awful liberals where they like um, you know, run on like a social justice platform and then turn around and like 
you know, give everything, like all of our tax money to developers. So they're not really particularly interesting at the city council level, unfortunately, um, as far as our elected politicians, but we do have some fun people who attend city council. Um, one of which <laughs> used her speaking time at one meeting a couple months ago to say that she thinks there needs to be more hostile architecture Jesus. in Ugh. our town. <laughs> because she wants to be able to sit on a bench and for some reason she seems to believe that they are all being taken up by out unhoused people all the time which is untrue um and she it's like you have two minutes and you sign up so far ahead of time and like plan out and like that's what you use your time on you fucking psychopath yeah and so when she started talking all of us started heckling her obviously because fuck you and she got really mad about it and then used her speaking time the next time to take a bandana and wrap it around her throat and then make choking noises into the microphone for two full minutes. Wow. Um, I can send you. What? <laughs> that is insane. Oh, my God. She was, she was, ma- she was making a point about how um, we were gagging her mm. um, through our bullying. <laughs> Because we were we were booing her, and so she, but she is like struggling for breath and like breathing heavily into the microphone. It's on recording. I will send it to Please you. Do. Please That's do. That's incredible. Um, and yeah, so she just like drops into the microphone of for two minutes. Sounds in right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like very crazy. And it wasn't even like a mask point. It was a like mad that we booed her for being a piece of shit. Like, and that we were like silencing her First Amendment rights. So we have some like, you know, good people like that. Um, most of our like, like real crazy cranks are at the state house. We have lots of like really deranged state legislators. Um, Same in Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, Arkansas has to be so bad. I can't even imagine. Because we, I don't know, Iowa is so bad. And, like, we still have, like, some okay ones. Um, We're really, really into critical race theory and transphobia right now. We we love to talk about that stuff. So we had um, a, a legislator compare... Um, trans kids to a cancer Jesus on society and then like give a what? real and then read this like lengthy passage from like an ancient Hindu text in which he said that his name is Jeff Shipley. He said that um, men are born with a wand of light and women are born with a womb of wisdom and you can't <laughs> trade them or it's just like it's unbelievable. Like it's fucking deranged coming from a guy um, like that that sounds awfully so, close to esoteric nazism I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yes yes really and really bad gonna, and this how are you gonna act up when your name is that close to just being shit <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> um i actually reached out to him and asked if i could do an interview with him um and he is 
he has agreed to it and he is like a, a, a big libertarian guy. So like, um, psychedelic legalization is like a big one of his things. And he agreed to be interviewed on mushrooms. Oh, what? So, what? what? Jesus Christ. We got to up our game. God damn. Yeah, you, so you, you are much braver than we are at, uh, confronting the crank. Yeah. Sometimes we'll go infiltrate, but God damn, I don't know if I could talk to Brian Seitz while he was on mushrooms. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, agree to it um and so once i get that done which is like i've just been like really busy and like dreading that um but look for that in the iowa informer he said he would do it so <laughs> <laughs> wow just like oh my god i yeah i don't i don't know why but pe- they're just like game i don't know it's it's very weird but i can't i can't imagine what kind of shit you get in like Arkansas. Oh my God. I think, I mean, part of like, Arkansas is yeah. that the, ba- I mean, the, uh, the baseline is so low. It doesn't stand out <laughs> as much in Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like people, people have expectations of what Arkansas is like. And so whenever those are expectations are yeah. met, uh, people, you know, it, it's not. A- so when Trent Garner runs out onto the, the floor of the house, dripping sweat in workout clothes, like, yeah, this is a pretty typical yeah. thing. <laughs> Scre- screaming at teachers who volunteered their time to give testimony <laughs> in his fucking workout clothes, yeah. pit stained. <laughs> so how many people do you show up to council with? Um, A lot. It has been a really, like, sustained action. Like, I'm, I'm really proud of, like, how long it's lasted and how many people. So I would say it's probably a group of 20 of us. Wow. Um most times um and so it's usually like about 10 of us who are able to sign up to speak at the end um and so we we do um a lot of preparation outside of it which is what like I would say one of the biggest things is that we just like meet a lot and get on the same page ahead of time a lot and like we'll like research and go through the um, agendas ahead of time because a big thing that like city councils like to do is like bury all of the shit in like bureaucracy and like intentionally confusing and like zoning laws are like intended to be opaque and to keep you from like really knowing what's happening. Um, And so just like having each other to like meet and lean on and be like, so what does this mean? So they don't like make you feel stupid and like shit when you're there. Um, So you have like that space to be like, to go, we go through the agenda ahead of time. We have a group on, on discord and then we meet before the meetings and go through and look at the different items and say like, what does this mean? Like, what are the things we want to prioritize talking about? Um, And so like for tomorrow, So I don't know how much you guys um, know about like how city councils work, but basically I've been going to almost every meeting for a year and I still it is still confusing to me. Patrick is our city council correspondent. That's awesome. But I don't know that he uh, knows very much. um, (laughs) 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 I mean, I don't re- I don't really either. It's more just like trying to crowdsource stuff and work together ahead of time so that we can like feel really prepared. Um, and then, I mean, the biggest thing that has also benefited us is that we were able to get someone elected to city council. And so um, she helps us a lot. And like we're able to kind of work together behind the scenes 
So, um, it's like, it's hard because I like always want to, which if you've been attending city council meetings, you know, but I always want to like temper people's expectations because there's this like belief that like you can really make a difference if you act locally. And like, it's important to know you are running against the same forces that you run at the state and federal level. Like it is still dominated by like a, a couple rich families and developers that are all connected to each other and they all donate money. Yeah. And like you are, you are still, uh, operating within like the exact same forces that happen at a larger level but the good thing is you can hurt their feelings a lot more and they take it a lot more personally that's oh exa- yeah that's exactly <laughs> how like, i feel about we, it yeah. we had a we we found this out uh in in real time just a few weeks ago because i was tweeting one of our council members during a meeting i was tweeting about her and she started responding during the meeting <laughs> and got her <laughs> she got her feelings hurt and blocked all of us <laughs> and there's like there's just something about that that like scratches an itch oh that yeah just really good because yeah. <laughs> they just like get really upset and um they will like change rules a lot in response to like if you get enough people to show up they will like constantly be trying to like stamp you out so um and that's really satisfying too like every time they do a rule change it's like it's really annoying but it also means that it's really bothering them like um I started so I went and you can go on, I don't know what Missouri or Arkansas are like, but the Iowa State website, you can go and like print every campaign disclosure for like all of their different like campaigns funds. So I did that and put everything in a massive spreadsheet and like really got in and dig into donors. And so like every time someone who has given money to someone on the council comes up with like wanting a zoning exception or wanting to be awarded a piece of land or a city contract, I'll get up and say like, so-and-so is the owner of ABC Partners LP and they give $1,000 to Mayor Frank County in this year. And it makes them so upset. That rules. And I, I highly recommend it yeah. as like, <sighs> yeah. That's uh, something actually, so, that's a project um, that I've them partnering with somebody uh to do something very similar right now (laughs) we're trying to we've got a couple sunshines out for uh well i don't want to get i don't want to tilt the hand but basically (laughs) basically we are looking for like who's giving money and who's getting rewarded for giving money you know yep yep and so um i'm also working on um a, a series of pieces about it for uh like an, an outlet here, but it is, it's a really, really effective way. It makes the point really well. It really gets under their skin. And, um, it's a great entry point. I think if you're wanting to make comments that are meaningful, but like planning a zoning is confusing and overwhelming. And like, if you're looking for like, what is like an effective comment that I can verify is 100%. Cause it's like really hard to stand up and talk in the microphone in front of these people because they're so hostile and like, so I would highly recommend like donor research as a way to get started with that because, and it can also, it just really helps you understand why they act the way they do too. And it makes them really upset. Like the last time I was there, they tried to say that I would no longer be allowed to make any comments related to donors because it wasn't germane. <laughs> just like they're like constantly <laughs> trying to change it. Because he always says your comment has to be germane. And so I'll get up and be like, you know, this developer that won the bid, they gave this much money. And the last time they consulted with a um, 
like a law firm, a private law firm, to write a statement for them to read to me about why it doesn't matter and isn't a conflict of interest. And the interesting thing is then I went back later to look up the law firm and two of the partners in the law firm are donors to them. (laughs) (laughs) They went and paid a private law firm to tell them it's okay that um, don't that they are awarding money to donors who have paid them, and it's like they paid you. That's why you picked them. It's unbelievable. Are you seeing this more? Is this more of like a like I don't know mercenary business interests, or is it more organized like chamber of commerce stuff? Because our board is or our council is captured almost entirely by the chamber of council. Yeah, There's our only- our, cha- our our council is. Installed by the uh, chamber. Basically. I mean, there are at least two members on there, and there's about to be a third who are literally just appointed to their seats originally and uh, by a board, by a council that was already majority uh, chamber-backed. And so, of course, they pick a chamber-backed candidate whenever they do an appointment. It's 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 wow. bad. Uh, well, and it's even more fucked up because the city is a member in the chamber. So, like, right. the city is a member, one of the member parties of the chamber, and also the chamber, you know, uh, does has like a good government committee who is who they say is completely separate um, from the chamber, yet they share an address, like you know. The, it's literally inside the chamber's building i mean it's technically sponsored by the chamber and the home builders association so they got like double ghoulishness going on there but uh they try oh these things are not related at all but they're literally the same people (laughs) you know and it's so fucked that the city itself is a member of the chamber thus complicating the relationship and the, the power structure there quite a bit so that's fucked up. No, we we have mercenary business interests. That's dark. That's not good. Ours is just like every man for himself, like local billionaires. Like, ugh. So whenever it sounds like you do a lot of heckling, and do they let you get away with that? Because I feel like Ken McClure would gavel us out. They gavel. They uh, Ken McClure would literally have us removed. It's our yeah. they, because. In part because of the mask stuff, um, they've they've they passed new rules uh, or started started threatening to uh, to enforce them. I guess um, about like removing people from the audience and shit. I've seen him gavel down uh, murmurs and stuff in the in the crowd. Anytime it happens, yeah, they won't tolerate that shit here. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be really careful. We have had um, a couple of people that are in the um, group that I'm in. So it's called People's Town Hall. Um, And if you want to follow them on Twitter, anyone who's interested in like some of the stuff we do, it's Des Moines People's Town Hall. Um, And there are a couple of people who have been arrested in meetings before. Um, So they absolutely will crack down. And so you just you just kind of have to be careful and know like what you can get away with and what you can't. And so, like, I'm not, like, particularly rowdy. It's just, like, occasionally I can't help it and I'll yell something. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, just sometimes I just, like, can't take it. And I'm like, boo! (laughs) This this is why I live live tweet, because 
if I were not like doing something while <laughs> while I was in there, <laughs> I would absolutely uh, not be able to keep my mouth shut. And instead, I can put all my commentary on Twitter, so where they all see it anyways, except for the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, you have to be really careful, and, like, they will, like, change things to, like, strip your ability to comment, or, like, um, a big thing that they started doing is, so there's, like, a couple, for people who aren't super familiar about, like, municipal politics, there's, like, a couple different portions of the agenda, and so there'll be something called the consent portion, and then something called, like, the hearing portion, um, and it's really, it's similar in your guys's when I looked it up, where they will have, like, they don't say hearings portions, but it's, like, ordinance or bills portion, um, and so the consent portion is considered non-controversial. And so it's listed on the agenda, but you're not allowed to comment on it publicly because it's considered to be so non-controversial that no one could ever have an issue on it. So it's just a simple up and down vote and the public can't comment. We actually do um, have an opportunity but, to comment on, on the consent agenda. Uh, the public can re- oh, request nice. something to be removed from the consent agenda, which then goes up to a vote, but whether or not it gets removed. Oh yeah. See, we can, we can request, but, um, for it to be removed, but they never will. Cause they don't ever return my emails ever, ever, ever. Um, it's like so one I of email the few all the time that you can and just ask. jump up there. Like it's at the very beginning of the, is he, I mean, you could just jump up there and say, I don't, it's like the only time you can just like address council without having to sign up before at ours, basically. They made it so that what they did um, at Des Moines is like you have to reach out to your counselor, your ward council person who will ask to remove it from consent agenda and then another person has to second it. So like my council person is my friend, the one who is elected. Um, and so I email her every time and I'm like, there's so-and-so cop funding on the consent agenda. Can you please pull it? And she does that and then they just vote it down. So it <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, so they like bury all of the stuff in there that they don't want to listen to people bitch about um, because there has been like such an aggressive like anti. We have like a very, very corrupt police force um, who is on camera doing like a lot of really awful abuse to children pepper spraying children and like throwing them on the ground like just like like on video like it's just like a very very abusive um racist police force here like one of the worst in the country um and so they always like put any kind of cop funding on the consent agenda so the public can't comment on it um because one time um, there, the meeting lasted 14 hours oh my because God. so many people showed what up. What the fuck? Yes, so many. Shit. Yeah. In the summer of 2020, so many people showed up to um, try and fight back about, like, how heavily funded the MPD is. And so they were just like, no, we're not listening to it anymore. And um, the interesting thing is, like, all of the council members have, like, all these police organizations, the police chief, like different officers, the sheriff's office, all are donors to them. So, and they're like very, very neolib scum, like we love the police people. So they are like, they will never pull it off the consent agenda. So like tomorrow there's like 
$600,000 for like a like new mobile command vehicles and so I emailed and I was like can this please be off the consent agenda but it's not going to happen because like they don't want to listen to people complain about it anymore which is just like people don't understand like just how non-responsive to the public any kind of government you try to engage with is like <laughs> they do not care and if you show up they'll just be like oh you're a vocal minority no matter how many people you have showing up like for some reason, there's this silent majority out there that is just clamoring to, like, please give the cops more money. Well, this is this is probably a good time to ask, but uh, would you would you tell us a little bit about uh, Miss Indira Shoemaker? Mac- Shoemaker, is that right? Uh, your city yes, counselor? Shoemaker. Yeah, um, she is just like absolutely fucking incredible. Um, she is 27. Um, she's a black woman from Des Moines. Um, and she ran on a defund the police platform. Literally the first platform. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And she is like, the one thing is I will absolutely never vote for a single penny more of cop funding, no matter what. And I am like running to defund the police. And she won by 10 points, defeating an incumbent. That fucking um, badass. It was, a, it, was a, it was a landslide. It rocks. Um, so she is absolutely incredible. And she is like not just like good for a city council person. Like she is actively like um, an anarchist, uh, like believing in like, you know, power outside of the system like we need to tear down like she um believes in building dual power so you know we should get a say within the city council but we need to be building mutual aid networks outside of it and we need to break down colonialism like she's an anti-capitalist she is like absolutely incredible like i i cannot believe that i get to be friends with her um and she beat this like old white fuck named Bill Gray (laughs) by an absolute landslide. And it is so cool. Um, But of course, as soon as she wins, um, they change the rules of the city council to like strip the power of any individual member. Mm. So before her election, um, any city council person could make a motion um, and any city council person could pull something from the consent agenda. And then right after she was elected, another one of the council members put forth a motion to change the rules so that every single thing has to be seconded. So if something is pulled to from the consent agenda, another person has to second mm-hmm. it. So you so get it's one like, on there, now you need two. <laughs> you get two on there, yep, now you're going to need three. <laughs> and then they're going to need three. Which is, like, something that sometimes people don't understand is they seem to, like, they just say, like, why don't you just run to her for office? And it's like, well, we did. And then they're just going to change the rules. It's like you you can't, like, believe that this, like, capitalist system is, I mean, you have to be building structures outside of it. Because they're just going to, if you do what they tell you to and you, you know, why don't you run for office? And then they're just going to strip your power. So, um But yeah, so they changed it. So she like doesn't have the ability to speak on things anymore. And it like, it has the effect of like, so there are seven people on council, um, one black person and six white people. And um, basically the one black person isn't allowed to speak unless a white person co-signs it and says she's allowed to talk, basically, which is like, so disturbing. And like, there are hiding behind the idea that this is like democratizing but like that's the effect that it has it's like very fucked up um but she's incredible and like it's like 
I don't know. She she does the best she can with the power she has. And there is at least someone there who will, you can send your comments to and she'll read them if she's able to. And so, and I think it's just a matter of like slowly, it's a long-term project. Like conservatives know that these things are a long-term project. And like, I think the left sometimes like has a tendency to get more discouraged but it's like this is going to be something that like you slowly flip one seat at a time and you'll see the payoff a long time in the future so you just have to keep at it um and there are four seats that are going to be up the next round and we'll be able to flip more and then you know over time you can hopefully build more of a powerful system but we are so lucky it would be really hard for me to like it's really hard to go without like having people with you and having like someone to represent you. So I, I do feel really lucky, even if we have like a fucked up city and I really feel for you guys, like <laughs> with your chamber of commerce freak. <laughs> uh, so did you, did you work on her campaign? Um, I donated, I was going, like, when she, during her campaign, um, I was going through a lot of stuff in my personal life, so I wasn't able to, like, do the amount of activism that I usually was. Well, um, I'm just kind just, of I, curious, I of... like, what, uh, what worked, what strategies worked in her campaign that got her elected? Oh, yeah, um, it's just that, like, talking to people who don't normally get talked to, like, People who don't um, the, vote <laughs> typically correct. in a local yeah, election. Yeah, so they're yeah. So her district is kind of interesting. It's the one I live in, um, in which there's like kind of a a white enclave, and then like more of like diverse areas and poor areas, and so primarily it was just the people in like the like little white enclave which is called beaverdale who ever voted and so that guy just saw himself as representing those people and completely ignored like those big chunks of the city and so basically the um theory was just that they were gonna go out there and knock doors of everyone who doesn't vote um and go and say like i know that like your city council person has never showed up here before and I want to change that. And um, she was also like super upfront about the police stuff and just like giving people a chance to talk about like what it could actually mean for us if we do cut police funding. Like how much funding are they actually getting and what could we use that for? Um, And so I, I think it's just like knocking doors and talking to people who have never had that done before. Was there a, was there an increase in turnout? Like, noticeably yes definitely especially in like the um kind of black and brown areas of the city what is uh i mean what's what's turnout like for do you guys have your municipals at the same time as anything else or do they stand alone because in here ours are on april of odd years for council (laughs) (laughs) um so this municipal election um Let's see. I don't think that there was any anything else at the time. Um, so it is in November. Um, but like this year, we didn't have any. It was just local elections at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a significant increase in turnout. Usually there isn't a lot. Um, I think I think our you know, numbers you like just have like your 12 na- percent in Springfield in a and that was like a hotly contested <laughs> one. Like, I think usually it's, it, it trends more like nine percent or something like that. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to let me look it up and see. Turnout. And that's what I mean, that's where, you know, 
that's where I think uh, local focus can really, really, you know, get some shit done. Because even, like you say, even if you can't get, even if you, it's harder to, uh, you, you're not going to immediately get a bunch of the shit done you want to get done by getting one person on there. But also getting that person on there allows, you know, you to agitate and create a narrative that allows you to uh, start building a base to get more people on there. And if, like, there's a, there's one of our zones, like, there's 15,000 people, 50, 15,500 people voted in 2021 election here. Um, like, three of our four zones were pretty well uh, even on, on how many people voted. But then we have this very impoverished zone, zone one, um, where only, like, 2,400 people showed up. <laughs> for the whole zone and it was like decided by a hundred wow. hundred votes and they the re, uh, they elected in a reactionary crank who just stepped down to run for state senate um <laughs> before even reaching the one year mark uh but i mean it's just like how many i mean how how hard would it be to knock four thousand doors and and you know get a fucking you know 75 percent win in a place like yeah that. i mean this has been a really interesting uh conversation getting all of your takes on this and inspiring because patrick and i are organizers with a mutual aid group and our mutual aid group has been trying to expand into eventually getting someone on council um but right now we're doing a campaign to get free bus fare for the city um, to try to get our first win with something. So I'm I'm gonna make all of our that's organizers amazing. listen to this. Yeah, that's I mean that's, there's been a there's been a lot of good ideas. That's, that's why that I, I wanted you, wanted use. you to come on here. This this episode has a very specific target audience. I think it's broadly useful, but there are. Yeah, <laughs> there we made are. this just to, for our organizers to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I don't know. It it is pretty cool, and like it's. It's pretty cool that, like, it really doesn't take that many people, and you really can, like, you know, you're still up against a lot of the same interests, but, like, you can make a difference, and, like, you can, I mean, just having someone watching and people showing up and people paying attention and people, it makes them, I think, think twice and, like, be kind of scared to do certain things, and, the the other thing is like you know you're kind of you have to build power on a bunch of different fronts so like you know maybe we have one of seven people on the council now but um those the narratives of what they've been doing to her are in the newspaper of record the des moines register posted a like a very scathing editorial board article about the rule changes people are really upset and like people weren't paying attention before like you know it's like there's more to the project than just simply like we get someone on council and we get wins because you're also like building narratives and you're getting people's attention and you're heightening the contradictions. And so if you can get one person on there, maybe they can't accomplish a ton, but people pay attention to the way they're treated and people get upset and then people start reaching out themselves and like 
I mean, lots of people showed up to the like rule change there. I mean, I was in the Great Hall area. I was not within the chambers for that one because so many people were there, like very upset about the rule change happening. Like this, you know, this stuff, you had to do it on a bunch of different fronts. So like if you see something happen and then you're able to like submit an editorial to your paper, um, then it's in the paper and then people are reaching out to you and you're just like kind of building this like kind of public understanding of what's happening on city council and then that just like builds on each other. So like, um, for instance, like a big, a big thing of like, blow up that we kind of had is that Des Moines refused to open a warming center for our houseless folks. Um, and so, you know, we had someone freeze to death last year outside of the library and it happened again this year. Um, after actually we agitated for it and they refused to do it. So it was like pretty demoralizing, but like you're able to, to like kind of publicize really compelling stories. So like I wrote an article in the register about how um, like some of the liberal council members ran on homelessness issues and then refused to open a warming center um, when Indira tried to force it. And people got really upset and like lots of people reached out to me and like about the article. And it's so like you just have to build power on all these different fronts. And like it feels like, you know, you're not making that much of a difference, but you really are. You just have to like do like you know, you have to, like, when you have failures or when you have, like, corruption, you can use that to, like, you know, record podcasts about it, publish things in, like, whatever your paper is, write letters to the editor, like, those those narratives build on each other, too. And I think that, um, I mean, this is petty, but I think if nothing else, even if you don't get the wins, embarrassing them is worth something. <laughs> yes. At least make them fucking. Absolutely. Create yeah. a little. At a least little make them squirm. You know. Yeah. Make them squirm. And I mean, for us, um, the right is already doing this on their side in our town and all over the country because they're being, you know, pushed from the top down to get involved. Yeah, like, on city councils and school boards and they're taking that seriously and they're doing it. And so they're they're doing all of this stuff for their own projects. So the left needs to be matching that energy. Speaking of uh like r- right now we have a school board election coming up uh on April 5th and there's already two reactionaries on the board, one of whom is like w- one's just I would say more along uh just kind of like a a very conservative guy but he's not he's not real vocal right cries isn't super vocal no Whereas, he never says a goddamn word yeah he's just a pretty reliable right <laughs> clarence uh, clarence thomas <laughs> but then you have uh like dr Merriam, who is uh who spends all of her time at school board just gumming up the meetings and stuff yeah just being annoying <laughs> yeah and to, to, to gum it up right now we've got two guys out of the five can't two out of the five candidates uh in the race because there's there's two seats um up two out of the five candidates have raised i think they've got to be close to or past eighty thousand dollars between the two of them for a school board Jesus race. For a school Christ. board r- race. And last last year was like record setting, I think. 
there was like a total of ninety thousand dollars raised. But this Steve McCoskey guy has raised like he cleared forty thousand dollars with a month, six weeks left to go to the election. And Jesus he's he's anti CRT and he's you know uh, anti mask and all, all this stuff, uh, which doesn't really matter because our fairly centrist school board <laughs> voted against the mask mandate even as the schools were closed because they had too many teachers sick to open. Um, so, but I don't I I'm really worried about that. This would probably be a good time. Can we can we uh we we have we have all the hosts here. Can we can we make an endorsement in this race? <laughs> <laughs> our our least shitty candidate endorsement, coveted yeah. hoot and holler, <laughs> least shitty candidate endorsements. We we will this house will be voting for Charles Taylor and Brandy Van Antwerp, who are the least shitty candidates for school board. <laughs> Very important. I know that that is not exciting in any way. Uh, these people are not going to radically change our schools for the better, but uh, this is an important one, man. This vote is so fucking important because if these two guys win, it is now four out of seven members of the board are reactionaries. You know, And, and I will remind everyone that it did take Charles Taylor a lot of political courage to propose the mask mandate vote for it as he was up for election against two anti-mask yeah. candidates so we uh, uh you know not big a props to charles taylor. big props to charles taylor for having a spine <laughs> for being one of uh, like three vertebrates on the <laughs> school board <laughs> <laughs> taylor do you do you endorse this in the election you can't vote in <laughs> Yes, I will actually be committing voter fraud, um, and I will be voting in the school board election. I do wish that Kelly Byrne was still running as R. Kelly Byrne. Yeah, one of, one of our guys ran last time, uh, last year, and he he ran as on the ballot as R. Kelly Byrne. What? Like, at, I mean, this was like at the same time as the trial. Like, why the fuck would you put up a sign calling yourself R. Something for name recognition. People just see a name and know. Uh, I know this guy. Oh no, not like that. <laughs> and yeah, this year as he's running, he's hoping for he, nostalgia he for some uh, early two thousands bangers. <laughs> well, yeah, this the twenty 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 two is his remix to ignition. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys do you guys go to the school board meetings at all in your area? Yeah, I'm the uh, Patrick is the council correspondent, and I am the school board correspondent. I I need to be going to it, especially because I have a school aged child. We just we do have a a, a decent school board. Um, like I know a couple people on it. Like I you know I like them, so I I have like not prioritize getting to it as much but that's definitely on my list of something i need to stop, start showing up for yeah it's uh our school so, board school board are... is definitely a time go ahead more drenched oh yeah that's uh, that's what i was going and... to say is that our school board is also crank central and they've been for whatever reason i'm not sure why um they they took like a month off. They're not coming back till March 22nd for school board. But I assume that when they come back, the cranks are going to be there with book bannings 
because that's just what they're doing yeah. right now. It's hot. It's oh, hot yeah. in the streets right that's now. That's what they're into yeah. now. Dude. So that's what I'm expecting. It's really hot right now. That's what I'm expecting when the board picks back up again. Which, again, makes it all the more important, dear listener, that you vote in this goddamn <laughs> election. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also endorsing someone like... to throw eggs at the sign, the billboard, uh, by the Wendy's. Kyle Byrne has a big sign. What whatever you do, don't don't somebody burned one of our city councilors big four by eight (laughs) signs last year. Don't do that. That That was a fucking media coup for uh Craig Hosmer. Please do not burn down any Steve McCoskey signs, please. Yes, It's like that's that's one of those times when like harm reduction is one hundred percent true. Like voting for Joe Biden is not harm reduction. Um, you can like make your own decision about whether you want to, but voting for your local centrist milk dose is absolutely harm reduction, and you should definitely do it. Like, yeah, yeah. It, definitely. Yeah, it's you know, it no sucks. matter They're how a lot much harder you, like, to get be- excited about too. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a, yeah. it's a lot harder to sell. <laughs> it's like. And the thing that sucks, like, I get it. Like the two, um, the two cranks who are running for school board have been, besides raising all their money, they have been holding meet the candidate events like three times a week for the last two months, and Jesus. the two centrists uh, hardly a peep out of them. I'd call them both libs. I think what's the other guy's <laughs> name? Court Chad Courtney's probably a little bit more centrist or whatever. But I think oh, I'm I'm willing to call Charles Taylor a lib. he's a lib, but uh, what is a lib but yeah. a centrist? Well, yeah, I mean it's left wing of fascism, but better than the right wing of fascism. Am I right, folks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is the reality we live in. <laughs> um, we we had an article that we were going to read today, but I I don't know. We're we're kind of cutting no, it close. No, let's on do it. Time. We got to do it. We got to do it. This is our favorite fucking subject. And okay, there's no okay. way. Well, I think, oh, you're. F- I think I, we can just let's talk about one part of the article, and we can do the rest on a bonus. Like uh, we can do it. Uh, the rest on a bonus. I want to preface it though by asking Natalie, what is the evangelical situation? in in Des Moines. Oh my god. So we we do not have nearly the situation you guys have. And I am I am obsessed. I am obsessed with evangelicals. Like I am like I have seen every episode of 19 Kids and Counting. I just oh like Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> That is still a banned topic on the show. <laughs> Believe me, when I heard of Northwest Arkansas, <laughs> I know some friends oh. who live there. <laughs> Taylor's damn near neighbors with the Duggars. <laughs> I know some candidates from the Northwest Arkansas Senate race in the fall. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Terrible stuff. <laughs> you had you had both Jed and Jim Bob. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I I I would love to hear anything you have to tell me about any of your fundamentalist freaks well, this, because we don't have a ton. This of them is there, about and uh, here, fundamentalist and I'm freaks. Obsessed with them generally. So, uh, yes, 
Yeah. Yes. Um, we will. We can have you on uh, sometime, and we can we can do the rundown of our various um, evangelicals that that we have. We 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 really are a hot ground for them. It here, is so. my maybe my I favorite. I cannot tell topic. you how. I cannot <laughs> tell you how much I would I would love that. I am just yeah. I'm obsessed. Like I have seen all of it. Like <laughs> I uh, I read. Did you read? I just read the entire. A, like pre-trial transcript for the Duggar. I just love, I love that shit. I love the Bates. I love the fucking love it. So lay it yeah. on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the part about this article that I wanted to talk about, which was my favorite part, which is a website yes. called Rapture. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, what? I spent way too much time on this site after. I called this out to Patrick at the Waffle House this morning. What? Rapture? Oh my God. And then, okay, so the the Bible verse that they have chosen to be their motto. Yes, yes. There's a like doomsday clock. Yeah, yeah it's... um and the 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 Bible verse that they have is Revelations three eleven, which is Behold I come quickly. Ah! <laughs> um, I might not have went with that one for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I'm going to commit that one to, to memory. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> As they say in Revelations. Um, Joshua, did that one come up in Bible Quiz Bowl? Of... What? Did that one come up what? in Bible Quiz Bowl? I didn't know what come was at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the Thief in the Night verse. <laughs> Um, but there are several little tiles down here that you can click that take you to different things on this website. The first one is, of course, a donate button. Um, there is one called Israel Watch. Um, there's one. There with, is there is there anywhere there is, if I'm getting overwhelmed and need to take a little break <laughs> from all the stress? There's uh, there is the there is right? a. <laughs> Humor, LOL break. Um, I am experiencing this for the first time. I wanted to do this on the air with you guys. Rapture ready Um, wallpaper is the option. Information for those left behind. (laughs) That's important stuff. Yeah. um, Humor break. There is a link to something about arthritis. (laughs) Each link is just a joke. Like, if you go to, I, I was reading these earlier. Uh, uh, there's just a really long blonde joke is one of the ways. Okay, I'm going to read you guys this joke um, that if you are feeling overwhelmed, this is supposed to help you. A you just been left behind. Like... So... Listen. I don't, I don't know. A drunk man who smelled like a beer sat down on a subway seat next to a priest. The man, the man's tie was stained. His face was smeared with red lipstick, and a half-empty bottle of gin was sticking out of his torn coat. Pocket. Why did he smell like beer? He opened his. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very okay, different listen, fucking I, smell. Okay, listen. You can, you can ask me about my jokes that I write, but I didn't write this one. I'm trying to help you not feel so overwhelmed, Patrick. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> He opened a newspaper and began to read. After a few minutes, the man turned to the priest and said, Say, Father, what causes arthritis? 
The priest replies, My son, it's caused by loose living, being with cheap wicked women, too much alcohol, and contempt for your fellow man. Well, isn't that something the drunk muttered, returning to his newspaper? The priest, thinking about what he said, nudged the drunk and apologized. I'm sorry I came on so strong. How long have you had arthritis? I don't have it, Father. I was just reading here that the Pope does. <laughs> that's, that's I don't get it. To make you feel better. <laughs> I don't get it. The the, the Pope, uh, <laughs> you know, spends time with lascivious women and drinks too much. Definitely something. <laughs> yeah. It's just an anti-Catholic joke. Well, go back yeah, to yeah, the. Yeah. I saw the Catholic dictionary. Click on that one. Oh man. Okay. So These guys are... there's a section on here. It's information for those left behind, and there's one place. <laughs> Where it is uh, called Future Employees for the of the Rapture of Rapture Writers. So these are the people that are going to take over the site after he's done. And the people he names are Richard oh Richard Dawkins, <laughs> Warren Buffett, oh uh, John Stewart, Salman Rushdie, Ted Turner, <laughs> uh, Penn and Teller, and Stephen <laughs> Wozniak. Yeah. Why are Penn and Teller no, getting left behind? No Soros. Athe- huh? These are they're all well. He says they're all atheists. I don't know if all these people are. Is John Stewart an atheist? Oh. I don't know, but uh, I mean, Pin and Teller are getting left behind. There's no question about that. I mean, it is true. That's true. There is, there is a section where a bunch of people it's left behind letters, mm-hmm. and it's just a whole bunch of letters that people have written to their family members that are posted for the. Oh my God, this is incredible! Thank Should, you so much. This is truly one of the most insane now websites I've ever before seen. the rapture to <laughs> help them get raptured. I am I am loving the anti-Catholic sentiments on this. Website. Are you? Are you? You loving? The, um, there's oh, no there's no historical trend of anti-Catholicism that may be kind of concerning here. You know how Joshua and I feel about the Catholics. Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but the most the most important part of this is, of course, the Rapture Ready Index and. Um, the rapture index goes from this 100 and below is slow prophetic activity 100 to 130 moderate prophetic activity 130 to 160 heavy prophetic activity and above 160 fasten your seatbelts um the rapture index today is 187 <laughs> oh <laughs> the all time high though, clock for the rapture yeah, um, the all-time high was 189, and that was October 10th, 2016. And then an all-time low um, was 58, which was December 12th, 1993. What happened on October 10th, 2016? I'm surprised 10th, they didn't move it January 6th, once once uh, Trump was had the election stolen from him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. This is all important in context of one of my favorite statistics, which is terrifying. And also, honestly, this is the key to understanding American life. This, to me, there is no more important thing than this. And that is a 2010 Pew poll that showed 41% of Americans think that Jesus will probably or definitely return by the year 2050. <laughs> yep. Jesus. Through that lens, you can understand yeah. so much. <laughs> I, 
I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Let me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Time for a quick humor. LOL break. Yeah. <laughs> This um, is incredible. Thank you so much. Oh, we can get an app. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you need don't a rapture do ready app. Don't do that. There are rapture ready <laughs> wallpapers. Yeah, that one's my favorite. <laughs> I am absolutely uh, putting one on my computer. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it right now. I don't care if this gives me the virus. There's, there's a, uh, <laughs> a check your spiritual health tab. But it's not a qu- it should be like a BuzzFeed style qu- quiz to tell you, you know, like <laughs> how Christian you are, I guess. Oh, my just- God. Do you see the mansions in heaven tab? <laughs> it's to, you get uh, to design your own. What? It's where it's under the photo Rama. Where- and it's to see <laughs> what kind of mansion okay. you might get in in heaven. Oh, oh my the, god. Oh my the Pew Warmer Mansion is our logo. Uh, yes, it, it literally is. It's an outhouse and it says the Pew Warmer Mansion. One of the saddest groups of people in heaven will be those who never did anything beyond going to church every Sunday. They had the knowledge of the truth, but they never did anything with it. <laughs> oh, here's one for you, Josh. The Quitter Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I still get a mansion though? Well, this is a home that will never be lived in because the person slated for this lot was a believer in name only. Angels angels began began to build him a mansion, but they stopped work whenever he got into punk rock in his teens. Is that what that says? <laughs> Damn. This is incredible. This is like mash for like Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank God it's funny because just, it is so fucking terrifying. <laughs> is there is there a wife up there for me in heaven that's just sitting waiting for me to come and get my um, abandoned Josh, man? You're going to have to become a Mormon for that, the... bud. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's not looking good, buddy. I'm so sorry. Pushkin I'm on, made it to somehow, though. I'm on Photorama, the Mr. Antichrist evil pageant. And uh, there's a bunch of different contestants that include Barack Obama... Uh, Vladimir Putin, Prince William, and Prince Charles, Tony Blair, <laughs> Gorbachev. Jeez, a little. Honestly, we need to stop this because we could just go through this as a a very easy bonus. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I'm I'm on the I'm in the wallpaper section, and I, my life has been changed. All right, all right. This week's bonus. <laughs> this week's bonus is now the Rolling Stones End Times article and uh, the <laughs> attached RaptureReady.com. <laughs> All right, folks. There's also just a link to the Bible, but it's just down here below other links in the wallpaper, not up top. As well, if hopefully, it's if you're visiting this kind of site, you don't need a link to the Bible. You know, you've got one that's been handed down to you for five generations from your great great clan daddy. <laughs> oh my God! There's a hundred truths about Jesus. Okay, save it. Save the content. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Uh, I'm obsessed with this. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Can I please come on again for evangelical content? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. absolutely. <gasps> it is one of our oh favorite God, things oh to talk about. Yeah, and I, Natalie, I literally live like down the road from the Duggars. So. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. 
<laughs> from the, the oh my god i can picture the house i can the tin oh mansion god. yeah the yes the tth yeah <laughs> <laughs> well natalie thank you so much for joining us it's been a yes, delight absolutely. having you on here today this was so fun i'm yes. so this is amazing i just i'm checking my spiritual health right now <laughs> i'm so happy you're not going to be once you check your spiritual health, though. So, Natalie, you said you've got some work in the Iowa Informer. Yes, that's gonna that's gonna be a couple months out. So, um, you can find me on Twitter at hot for Trotsky. Um, and our podcast we release like twice a month episodes. Um, and then we also have a Patreon. So that's at Rock Hard Caucus on Twitter and on Patreon. Um, and so we talk about Iowa politics really similar kind of stuff so yeah that's that's where you can find me and that's patreon.com slash rock hard caucus so that justin does not get mad (laughs) (laughs) sorry justin thank you All right, folks. Well, thanks for joining us once again. Uh, If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash hoot and holler pod. You can find us on all the socials at hoot and holler pod. You can uh, leave us a review or, you know, do any of that stuff. Anybody have any announcements or last minute stuff? Nope. Make your plans to go vote. Yeah. Uh, I'm going, I'm, I'm bullish on millenarian cults, folks. I'm, I'm, I'm put, <laughs> putting all my, all my money into the Vegas odds makers uh, on the millenarian cults. They're going to be big. They're, they're getting big. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for coming through. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Believe it.